We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the own 30, back goes Prescott again. He steps up. He is going deep downfield, and it is caught! It is caught! It is seen! That is T.Y. Hilton! T.Y. Hilton, I don't know how they got the ball to him, but he just came down with an amazing catch. We don't know either, Merrill, but they did. 52 yards, uh, Prescott to T.Y. Hilton, and, uh, and they scored, I think, three plays later, mm-hmm. and it was just one of the big plays that Dak and the Cowboys made, and, um, you know, like, they, they, they earned it. They got it. The Eagles helped them with the four turnovers, but they made the most of those turnovers. Um, so now what is the real question, and what do you do with Jalen Hurts? We will uh, talk to Donovan coming up here in a second about that. We are live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Go where the players go. Tonight, the Brandon Graham Show, every Monday night, live at Chickies. Players Lounge coming up at 7 o'clock with Ike and Elliott, and uh, that's uh, Chickies in South Philly. I am told that it's uh, Jordan Mylotta tonight in the Players Lounge. Go to chickiesandpeats.com for more information. So we'll we see at seven. We will see at seven, right? Like, like I said, I've been told that it's Jordan Mailata, but um, Nathaniel Hackett fired from the Broncos today. Ike Reese. Yeah. I mean, they, they were I fighting. Shane, I hope Shane Steichen likes working with Russ. <laughs> Let's see if he can get Russ to cook. Yeah, they're going to need to try because um, he's going to be there. But there were there was fights on the on the, the sideline. Randy Gregory was throwing was throwing fists. That was after the game, actually. Yeah. So yeah. the, the, the so after the game, Gregory was towards the end of the game on the no, field. No, that was after the game with Gregory. Gregory was after the game, and yeah. the sidelines was was ripping. Oh yeah, that was offensive lineman or something. Yeah, offensive lineman and quarterback. They always crying about something. <laughs> and they gave up fifty plus points. Yeah, that's enough to make you yeah. fight. Right. Glad to see somebody was fighting. Yep. Fight during the game though, like fight on the field. Fight for a first down. Yeah, that would have. <laughs> well, and 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 Russ stopped throwing interceptions. He had two. He had two out of three interceptions, and he had another one early uh, yeah. in the first half. Yeah, which reminds me, Hackett ought to be fired just for pulling Russ from that game when only needed eight yards for him to get over in two hundred twenty yards passing yesterday. Man, put him out with two fourteen. And that two twenty number, yeah, that's just. I mean, you happen to know that. Ah, oh yeah, I knew it. I had a parlay <laughs> on it, man. Two twenty. I'm, yeah, that he would throw over 220 yards, and he pu- and and he pulled him that right when 214. That's one garbage yard pass. Yeah, yeah, you're already down 40 points. You might want to leave him in the game. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm figuring, I'm going to get a bunch of junk yardage. Yeah, just throw, 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 and I was until he threw that third pick. He threw that third pick, and I was like, ah, he's back in the end zone. He's going yanking. Yeah, and he yanked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that was a touchdown there, then I would have had my money. Man, I had that game. I had the Rams plus three in that game. Man, oh yeah. So there you go. So you had a you had a good weekend on um, mm-hmm. on Fanduel. There you go. And then last night the uh, the Bucks somehow beat the Cardinals. They were down in the fourth quarter again. Just a terrible game. But somebody's got to win that that uh, NFC South. Like, and they're going to get a home playoff game too. So really, you're looking at who's going to play the Cowboys. Hopefully, Eagles need one more win. Then the Cowboys are pretty much slotted in in that number five seed. They're going to be playing whoever wins the South, which is going to be slotted in the number four seed. Mm-hmm. It looks like it could be Tampa. It really could be anybody. Yeah, whoever it is, they're going home. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Tampa, New Orleans, Falcons, Carolina. Yeah, they're losing. 
Minnesota also manages to win a game on a 61-yard field goal. Uh, the Gi- I mean, listen, the Giants again came back in the fourth quarter, get a touchdown, get a two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was a good game. Saturday. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, and sometimes all you need is a long completion, and then any more in the NFL, these kickers can make it 60 yards, especially if they're inside with no wind. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. So Eagles unfortunate because that would have been one you would have eliminated the Vikings from being able to be the number one seed. Mm-hmm. So that's not now not the case. The Eagles are just going to have to get a win. So hopefully well, listen, it can we be. thought it was going to be easy. We're not going to be able to cakewalk to this thing. So No, it's been too easy yeah, this whole yeah, season. Yeah, not going to be able to cakewalk. So we all wanted a little drama. We got a little drama. Yeah, I really yeah. did, I really well, I did remember, say I wanted it. Yeah, I remember everybody was telling how bored it was. They yeah, were winning kid. every week and nothing's going on. Okay, well, we got us a little bit now. I was saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as I, as I remembered it. No. Oh. <laughs> um, we'll try to connect with Donovan uh, coming up here uh, in a little bit. I think we're on Christmas vacation right now or something. Jack, you confirmed, uh, you confirmed earlier, so maybe yeah. he's just in a bad sell spot or something like that. Okay. So we uh, – yeah, up. so he's there on the go. line uh, coming up right now. We're um, Chiggy's, uh, live at Chiggies and Pete's where bowl games are just better. Watch all the college bowl action at Chiggies and Pete's online, chiggiesandpete's.com. As number five, Donovan McNabb joins us. On Marks and Reese. Uh, Donovan, hope you had a great Christmas. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? What's up, bro? Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas there, everyone. Mm, man, saw a picture of the lovely family yesterday. Everybody looking good. I mean, you know, we try to do, our, do what we can. You know, I, you know it's easy. <laughs> are, you a, are you a matching pajama family like mine, Donovan, where you all get dressed up yes. in the same jams? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, when when the wife gets in, in, into it, you know, it becomes mm-hmm. now we, we got to put these outfits on for 24 hours. And, uh, you know, as a, as a husband, you got to just kind of just deal with it, accept it, smile, uh, take your pictures, and, and just go along with your day. <laughs> exactly. It's the only time we allow our wives to dress us throughout the year is on Christmas pajamas. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Saturday night, bro, um, tough loss down there in Dallas, man. Just – your thoughts on that game. Minshew out there playing. Uh, Jalen was rested. Offense put up the points, but the defense couldn't keep the points off the board. What did you see Saturday night? You know what? I give a lot of credit to, to uh, Minshew. I thought he did a wonderful job of just spreading the ball around, throwing the ball with timing, giving the receivers opportunity to make plays. Uh, I thought the offensive line did a great job uh, of just giving him time, giving him time and, uh, you know, have an opportunity to step up in the pocket. We all know he's He's a little slew at foot when it comes to uh, speed. Um, so whenever he got outside the pocket, I was like, just throw it away. You know, we're not going to pick up no yards that way. But Miles Sanders did a good job too as well. So I thought our defense, and it goes back to what our issues were when, when Vic Bella went down uh, the first time. We couldn't stop the run. And I thought that's what Dallas tried to do to set up the play-action game against us, and we weren't able to stop them. Uh, so I think it was more of the, the defensive mishap uh, that, that had us in that position and it obviously ended up, you know, losing the game. But overall, I would say that I was, I was pleased by what I've seen and looking forward to uh, as the season continues to wrap up at the end. Donovan, without knowing specific information on how bad Jalen's uh, shoulder is, uh, right. would you push him to play? Listen, the Eagles need one win. I still think they can win with Gardner Minshew against the Saints. The Eagles are a good team. Would you push Jalen to get back in this week and try to get a win, or or do you do, do you play it safe? Again, without knowing specific information on his injury, you play it safe. Um, I think it's I think it's important for them to go into this next week and, and try to hold Jalen out at least until maybe the last game of the year. Um, I think with the last part of the season gives them an opportunity to kick some rust off uh, from the games that he's missed. Uh, take a few shots here and there, um, however the game may be going at that particular time, to pull them out when it's time uh, and we got the win. But I, I think Gardner would do a great job against the Saints and their defense. is just if we keep that same mentality and approach offensively for next week, I think we should be fine. Our defense has to step up. I need to see a little bit more of us getting a little bit more pressure uh, on, on the quarterback. I thought after the pick six, um, on, on Dak Prescott, I thought our defense was inconsistent. Uh, we got to find ways to create turnovers. I think more of the bigger issue for us is the Lane Johnson issue. Uh, if you recall, the first time we played Dallas, we neutralized Michael Parsons anytime he was on that right side on, uh, you know, Lane Johnson. 
And once he got hurt, that's when they kind of crept back in. And I felt like that's the same thing that happened toward the end of that game. Mm. Donovan, it, it, it seems like now the arrow, which was pointing up all season, now it's kind of with injuries. Jalen um, yeah. has the shoulder thing. Lane, Avante Maddox, they're saying the toe injury is going to be out indefinitely. That's not good. Um, last seven games as well, they have the worst turnover ratio in football. So as good as they were for the first half of the season, it's really turned there. Is this just football and, like, now the ball's bouncing instead of being incomplete, now it's, a, now it's an interception or it's a fumble, you don't recover it? Any worries about how maybe they're not trending in the right direction heading into the playoffs? No, it's just football. You have some teams who kind of hit a wall in the middle of the season and they're fighting to, to kind of stay afloat. You have some teams who uh, start out a little slow and then get things going toward the end, and those are teams that are scary in the playoffs because they have the momentum going their way. Then you have some teams that are just, just truly inconsistent. Um, and I can't say that we are that. I think that we're a team that's been steady all the way through the year. Uh, we have to be able to clean up our, our turnover situation and be able to protect the football, yes. But overall, I mean, we're still a, a dominant team, a team that uh, a lot of teams know that if they, if they have to come to Philadelphia to play against the Eagles, you got to make sure you play for four or four quarters. So um, I just think for, for our football team it's important that uh, we make that a point of emphasis of, of protecting the football and, and uh, getting down if we have to. But more importantly, on defense, we got to find ways to uh, clog up running lanes uh, and still can create pressure to, you know, have our secondary play the way they've been playing all year. Dude, take, take us inside of uh, Jalen's mind right now, right? And right. we know he's not 100%. Um, and he's been playing well all year long. It's a potential that he may not play the rest of the season five. Even if they, if they win Saturday, I mean Sunday with Minshew starting, I'm not sure they would play Jalen in that last game. But I want to get your thoughts on being a starting quarterback, getting prepared for the postseason. What's that like? I mean, I'm wondering, do, do you want to get out there and play? In, 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 or do you say to yourself, you know what, these guys can wrap it up and I can be 100% healthy when the postseason starts. I'm just wondering what his thought process is right now. Well, I, I think in Jalen's mind, and, and as a quarterback, you know, I, some quarterbacks have a linebacker mentality. And I'll speak on that because both of us can, can really attest to it. Jalen wants to be out there with his guys. And everything that we've accomplished so far, and I'm a major part of it, I feel like I let my team down by not being out there against Dallas. And I can, I can guarantee you, that's his thought process, and he's going to do whatever it takes to try to get back. Now, will he be at 100%? No, nobody's at 100% at this point of the season. Will he be at 90? No, I don't believe that. He'll probably be at around 75, 80, 85, but he feels confident that him being 75, 80%, that he can still continue to lead this team to the promising win. Uh, and right now, I think for Jalen, he's still going to go through the same regimen of, of going over the plays and being on top of that and get the game plan together, talking with offensive coordinators and quarterback coaches and, and Nick Sirianni, I think he'll continue to prepare as if he's going to be out there. But he's going through his rehab probably twice twice a day uh, to get himself ready to get back out there and continue to lead these things. Feel good about the game on Sunday if Gardner goes, Donovan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is a game, really, to be honest with you. I mean, I, 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 I give credit to him by playing, the way he played against Dallas, but I think this is a team that I think – Gardner, if he can continue to be efficient, this could be a 300-plus passing day for him with about three to four touchdown passes. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need is seven touchdown passes in two weeks with Gardner Minshew out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Why so now everybody will be talking about exactly. Gardner Minshew instead of, instead of Jalen? Exactly, nah. yeah. That's what we need, seven nah. touchdown passes, man. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> he, should win the, he should win the MVP. Um, I know everybody's going to try to try to find any little thing yep. to try to go against him, if it's a system thing or it, it's people around him, which mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I wish people would just stop that. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a system, I don't, because if, if you want to really look deep into the situation, Tom Brady was so-called a system quarterback. Um, but that all that, that noise all went. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you know, that noise went, died out. But it's about the player and the players playing together. And, and he's the MVP of the NFL. When he gets back, uh, he'll continue to lead that as such. But I do hope for, for Gardner's sake that, you know, he can put up three or four touchdown passes in this particular game. And if mm -hmm. all that noise is going to continue on with people talking about it, who cares? Just lock it out. 
Donovan, appreciate it, man. Hopefully we talk next week after the Eagles clinch. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, bro. Sounds good, fellas. So happy New Year to you guys, too. Be safe. Yeah. All right, Donovan. You, the Donovan McNabb. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need is for Minshew to go out there and throw three or four touchdowns Sunday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there was definitely a point in the game where it's like uh, they're up 10 nothing, and it's like, are they going to blow this team out? Like, uh-oh. Yeah, well, here's the funny thing. And then they didn't. The running part of Jalen's game, you obviously miss. Um, even even the uh, pinpoint accuracy with, with some of his throws, you could tell was certainly there's a difference in, in the level of talent with Gardner Minshew and sure. Jalen Hurts. Two things can be true. Jalen Hurts, the MVP of the league, best player on the best team in the league, and this offense – a lot of quarterbacks can have success in this offense. Like, two things can be true. The offensive coordinator is probably going to get a head coaching job. If it was all about Jalen carrying the offensive coordinator, then he may not be getting a head coaching job. So I say that to say there's a lot of talent on the offensive side of the football. I don't mean a garbage quarterback can come over here and, and do good things, but if you're talking about a quarterback with experience and got starts under his belt, you put him under center here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand why people would take that as a slight. This is a very good football team. Right. It's a very good football team, just like the one in 2017 was. It's a very good football team. You can have the best player on the best team, be the MVP of the league, and still be good enough to say, you know what, if you put a capable backup in there like a Minshew, he can go out there and have success with this offense. Yeah. He ain't going to win you no Super Bowl. I ain't going that far. He ain't Nick Foles. By the way, Nikki Six back on the national stage tonight. That? It's a holiday in Philadelphia. We'll all be Colts fans tonight. Yes, money is already down. Plus four and a half. Take it. On the Colts. Yes. <laughs> you know, Nick Foles don't lose on national TV, man. Yeah, he's, he's winning that game tonight. Yeah, bet against him next week. Bet, yeah. Bet. Oh, yeah, he's losing next week for sure. But this week, he's winning tonight against the Chargers. And Gardner's not as good as Nick. Yeah. I'm not telling you Gardner's as good as Nick. But could Gardner – I heard TK talking about this. He got his head ripped off from the midday show because he brought this up. And I'm not going to say I agree with his analogy totally, but could they make the Super Bowl if Gardner had to start every game moving forward? Sure they could. Yeah, because you already have sure the number one seed for the most part. It's the, exactly. same, it's the same formula as Nick By the way, yes, as long as you have the number one seed. Yeah. Yes, as long as you have home field advantage, yes. And then you play the Cowboys at home. Right? There's no reason why you can't beat no, the Cowboys at no, Lincoln Financial. No. You almost beat them down there. I'll tell you this, but if this defense is going to play like this, then no. No. Yeah, that's the uh, – That's the only thing. The defense has to get back to playing the way that they know how to play. And I think there's, there's something about playing these upper echelon quarterbacks that Jonathan Gannon goes into the game saying, I don't want to get beat. I don't want to get hurt with this, as opposed to saying – I'm going to make this guy uncomfortable. I'm going to attack him. The same way they do if they're going against some of these other quarterbacks. Right. I don't know what it is, man. I, I, I just, you know, this, this, this 24 or 24 completion versus zone, that's unheard That's of. almost impossible. Yes. Well, what Derek Carr did last year was almost impossible. Yeah. Some, yeah. Of those, some of those games where it was like, how do you let them, and it did feel like that yeah. on Saturday. It that's how I feel. Did. It didn't feel like it Dak did. was, I felt like Dak, now they got to him, with sacks. They sacked him six times. Yeah. They did. I, I just – it's hard to remember the impactful ones. Well, when you get two in a row and they still get a first down afterwards, so that negates two sacks. <laughs> exactly. They got 52 yards and they scored on three or four plays later. So, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I was, talking, I was talking to my family before the game, and I was like, no, I actually think the Eagles are going to win this game. The defense has to step up. Like, Gardner, Gardner Mitchell and the offense will be fine. The defense needs to step up. This has been – we, I mean, we've said it more than a couple times. They've been the MVP of the team this year. They've been really good. Yeah, it was 27-17, and the Eagles were in control of that game. I was feeling good. They couldn't get a stop. They, they, were two, 30, they had two 10-point leads in the game. They had two 10-point yeah. leads. It was, they were up 34-27 to 27 in the fourth. They needed a stop, and yep. they, could, they, couldn't, they couldn't get a stop. Big situations, Cowboys made plays. The Eagles didn't. Um, I, and I looked at the – we were talking about the MVP stuff with Jalen, and I just looked at it briefly – and they're, they're going to end up giving it to Yeah, they're going to rob us. Yeah. Sorry, right. That's why we're going to win the Super Bowl. That right. Means, that means Kansas City won't win the Super Bowl. Mahomes is minus 500. Jalen's all the way down to plus 900. Missed one game. 
Uh, but also, I, I found this interesting for the um, for the winning the NFC. Now it's Eagles plus one fifty five, uh, the Forty Nineers plus two twenty five. So Brock Purdy, another another good effort yesterday by the entire offense. That defense is playing well. Man, listen, Brock Purdy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to criticize it because, listen, we benefited from having a backup quarterback in there. But come on, man, Brock Purdy, man. It's that defense, man. I know. (laughs) He looks good out there with that good defense, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're running the ball. Kyle Shanahan's getting wide receivers running for 70-yard touchdowns. Yeah. And Purdy's managing the game. It's like you said with the Eagles. Brock Purdy could come in and manage this team. Well. Yeah? No? I don't know if he's putting up 300 like Gardner. No, probably not. But maybe close, maybe close. 215-592-9494. Yeah, Brock Purdy. Could Brock Purdy win the Super Bowl, Ike? Hold on. Is, 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 well, I would imagine the Cowboys are still probably number one for ESPN, right? Oh, uh, they were, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, the Eagles still have better Super Bowl odds, but the Cowboys are the best team in, in football. So, <laughs> winner of the Super Bowl right now, Bills plus 350, Chiefs and Eagles plus 450. So they got the Bills up there as the favorite. Huh? Favorite now, yep. 49ers oh. plus 600. Cowboys plus 1,100. Got a big game in Cincinnati next week. Yeah, and the Bengals are plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. I mean, they play Buffalo next yeah. week. The yeah. The Bengals tried to give that game away on they did. Saturday. They did. Yep. If the Patriots weren't so pathetic, um, oh. they probably yep. would have lost. Mm-hmm. Fumbled inside their own uh, Bengals' five-yard line. Uh, to win the NFC, it's Eagles plus 155, Niners plus 225, the Cowboys plus 450. So the Cowboys, uh, they're, they're Yeah, because they got to go on the road twice and win. Right. Unless part- th- They might have to go on the road three times and win. Yeah, yeah, because they start off on the road. Every second round would be on the road, and the conference championship game would be on the road. Unless something crazy happens, yeah, which that's isn't going to happen. Somehow the seven right. seed wins. Which isn't going to happen. How about Detroit costing everybody? As soon as we all jumped on the damn Lions bandwagon. Yep. They went down there and let Carolina just Whooped run them. right through them. Yep. I wonder if the Cowboys going up also is, is a possibility they could still win the division, right? Yeah, they, I mean, they have to win out and we'd have to lose out. Yep. Because, I mean, if the, if the Eagles, if they were to lose this week to the Saints, and I don't know if that's with Minshew or They can't or, or be the Jalen number one Hurts. seed, though. No, they, but they, they can win the division. Yeah, they, they would can be win the division, yeah. They would be, so they can't pass Minnesota? They'd be the two seed or the three seed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe that is part of it. I guess they could be the number one seed. Because they're one game behind the Vikings. And, and they have the tiebreaker over the Vikings. And they have the tiebreaker over the Vikings. So the Vikings would need to lose. Because the Vikings have – I know they have the, the problem is the Vikings lose one game, the Eagles are the number one seed. They're the number one seed. No, they, no, because the Cowboys also have to lose a game too. No. No? No. I don't think so, right? Because yeah, the Cowboys can still win What's this division. What's the Cowboys' record right now? They're they're – are they a game behind, Jack? I think they're a game behind. Eleven they, and four. The, yeah, the Cowboys lost. They're two they're, games. They're behind. eleven yeah, and four. Exactly. Okay, they're okay. two games behind. Yes. Yeah. So the Eagles need to lose their last. Well, if they lose their last two, and the Cowboys win their last two, the Cowboys go in because mm-hmm. they have the, the better division record. Yes. Yeah. So the Eagles win one game, it's over. Yeah. For or if the Vikings lose. Or if the Vikings lose. Yeah. Let's go to uh, – actually, Mike, hang on a second. We'll start with you on the other side. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. We are live at Chiggs and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Bowl games. They're here at Chiggs and Pete's. Watch all the college bowl action at Chiggs and Pete's online, chiggsandpete's.com. Your reaction to the game, but also – Yeah, that can't be right. I think you're right. So if the, so if the, Cow, like, the that, Cowboys – It doesn't add up right. If the Cowboys, the, the Eagles need to win a game, that eliminates the Cowboys and the Vikings. If the Eagles lose both games. From the games, number one seed, from, what you're saying. Well, right? From yes. the division. Well, the if Vikings they, aren't in this division. No, so just for the Cowboys, for it, the Cowboys for the division and the number one seed. The Vikings, yes. If they, if they get one win. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the Cowboys being the number one seed. I know they can win a division. So the Cowboys have one less game. They have one less win than the Vikings, right? So if they were to finish with the same record as the Vikings, they would have the tiebreaker because they beat them head-to-head. Right. So that's how the Cowboys would be the number one seed is that they finish with the same record as the Vikings and they finish with the same record as the Eagles. Yes. Because they would hold the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Actually, you know what, with a three-way tie, what would, what would it be? I don't know, but that, that's at least 
my, the explanation that was given to me or that I read was that, that that's – Yeah, I didn't think happen. there was a way the Cowboys could be the number one seed. I didn't think that because you never hear anybody talk about it. No. So I just think it was that unexpected yeah. that it could happen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> then we would probably have some Cowboys fans calling in. Ike. Oh, Lord. 215-592-9494. Ike, we wanted, some, we wanted something here. We wanted a little bite to this Eagles oh, season. Man. Now we got it all at once. Lane Johnson, out for at least the regular season. Yeah. Torn tendon in the ab. Avante Maddox, out indefinitely with a toe injury. And then Jalen, who knows if, he's, if they're going to try to play him this week. Do these injuries give you cause for concern heading forward? 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese live from Chickies. Hey, Eagles fans, the birds are officially in the playoffs. Become a AAA Eagles MVP member today, and you'll have a chance to be there. AAA will be sending Eagles MVP members to Eagles home games this postseason, so you don't want to miss out. This is a must-have if you're an Eagles fan. New members get a $20 credit to the Eagles online pro shop. Again, don't miss out. Go to AAA.com slash Eagles for details and become an MVP today. That's AAA.com slash Eagles for details. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Minshew takes the snap. He gives to Scott. He fumbles the football. It's picked up by the Cowboys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Turnover. Yep. Second turnover of the game. I don't know if Boston Scott had a clean exchange, but the ball came right out of his hands, and the Eagles are lucky that the curse who picked up the ball was touched down. Uh, Merrill on the call. Yes, four total turnovers for the Eagles and the loss of the Cowboys. We're back. Marks and Reese live from Chickies. And if you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. That's Marks Jewelers, marksjewelers.com. They sponsor our Twitter question today. Um, we were just kind of talking about this at the end of the last segment, and then I was thinking about it during the break. I guess the reason why I'm kind of like I, – I, it's hard to describe because I'm not like – I don't feel, I don't feel like, obviously, I, I'm not happy they lost to the Cowboys, but you also realize, like, all right, you're going to lose games. It's their second loss of the season. You're on the road with your backup quarterback. Like, all right, Dak Prescott had a good game. You turned the ball over. Like, but it's also, like, I don't know. There's just this thing in the pit of my stomach where it's, like, I don't know. Is this setting up? Like, am I watching this in front of me, how the Eagles end up losing this season? I, I, and I don't necessarily want to, I don't want to feel like this, but, like, the injuries are starting to, to pile up. Lane Johnson's a big loss. I don't know how long he's actually going to be out for. Avante Maddox is a big loss. And now they're going to try to rush Jalen Hurts. They're going to try to get Jalen Hurts in there this Sunday. Because, like, if you do lose to the Saints, and the Saints have, have been playing better, and they're playing for the division, there's urgency to win this game. Now you're, now you're faced with the Giants the final week of the season, and they're fighting for a playoff spot, too. So it's not like you have this team that, uh, that you're going to be facing that already is eliminated from the playoffs, and they're more or less just looking to play out the string so they can go home. Mm -hmm. You have two teams that are still very much in the playoff race, and so does that mean that you know they they bring Hurts back now because they feel the urgency? Do they go with Gardner Minshew this week? And if they lose now, you're faced with needing the win in the final week of the season. I just it, it felt like that that this was pretty much wrapped up and we we're going to be okay. Let's stay healthy. You had said this for weeks. We just need to stay healthy. We just need to stay healthy. Now you're having injuries like this. Yeah, so you're concerned? Man. Yeah, like I, ha like I, like I, I have it in the pit of my stomach. I'm, before, 
I thought that it was going to be like, all right, you got the Cowboys the second. Like, you're probably going to have the Cowboys for your first playoff game after you clinch the number one seed. Now, I don't know how to feel. Now I, know, I don't but know how to feel to, about that game. You had to know that it was more likely they were going to lose to the Cowboys than beat the Cowboys. Um, There's look, no way you went into that game assuming that was going to be a win. I thought they were going to win it, but it, I, I didn't, it wasn't an assumption that it was going to be a win. Right, like I picked them to win the game, but sure. it, but it I wasn't. I mean, we all picked them to I'm win not, the game, but I'm saying though, I don't know how anybody can be surprised they lost Saturday. No, but it's also it, it's also the injuries that have now happened, and the fact that the defense, like it, it was just a it, yeah, it was a defense, weird game for the defense. Yeah, the defense was. I, I'm not worried about the defense. I mean, until we got to see Dallas again, I'm not gonna worry about the defense. Believe me, Andy Dalton and, and Taysom Hill ain't coming in here throwing for 350 yards Sunday. So I'm not worried about that. The New Orleans Saints offense is not the Dallas Cowboys offense, and neither is the New York Giants offense. So big picture, not a, not a ton of concern for you right now. No, I, I don't have any reason to be. They, they don't play the game that I have my eyes set on until January 21st or 22nd. That's the second round of the playoffs. They're going to win one of these final two games, and they'll go in as the number one seed. They're going as the number one seed. And you just got to hope that Lane is back healthy. Now, if you tell me we're going to play a playoff game and Lane Johnson is going to be out and Avante Maddox is going to be out, like, then, okay, then I can get concerned. But right now I got a month, almost a month, before they have to play a yeah. playoff game. Yeah, you have. So I'm not, I'm not concerned. Yeah, just under a month. By the time they play on Sunday, it'll be three weekends away until if they're able to, to clinch it to get the number one seed. Jack, concerned, not concerned at all? How are you feeling before we get back to the phones here? Uh, I would say I'm concerned, but it's only injury-related. Like, the Cowboys game doesn't really mean anything to me. They, I thought they were going to – I thought it was going to be a close game. I thought they were going to win. And I just le- – I left that game feeling that if Jalen plays, they, they win pretty convincingly. I know that the defense allowed 34 points, but I also felt like the, the – The defense allowed 40. Right. The defense allowed 40. But I think the Eagles also made uncharacteristic turnovers that they've only done in one other game this year where Jalen doesn't really put the defense in that position to kind of happen. So that game, it, fair or unfair? Um, I, I will say this. The first half of the season, we didn't put the ball in harm's way. The last few games, the ball has been in harm's way. Last seven games, worst turnover ratio in football. So that's telling you we're turning the ball over at a, at a high rate and we're not getting turnovers anymore. But how many games would you say the offense really shot themselves in the foot? Jack, all I'm telling you is football played in September and October is not December and January football. So, so I don't really care what they did early in the season. I really don't. There are teams that didn't look that good early in the season, look pretty damn good right now. Detroit started off 1-6, and six, I believe. So – what were trends early in the season doesn't necessarily mean that's what the trend is going to be now. I'm not concerned either, but the turnovers start, are starting to come more frequently. It's back-to-back weeks, Miles put the ball on the ground. Like, the, the turnovers are starting to come more frequently. That would be something that I'm saying, you got to get that cleaned up. Yeah. That, that needs to be cleaned up. Yep. Yeah, because it cost them this week. Yeah, you just said they got the worst turnover ratio in the last seven weeks of the season. Anybody else, you would say that's, that's, that's a bad trend. Yep. That's trending in the wrong direction. Because we, we, we had the luxury the first half of the season saying, we don't put the ball in harm's way, we don't turn the ball over, this and that and the other. And now, yeah, they, turnovers are coming now. They had the best ratio, and I was reading it was, uh, it was Ruben Frank on, uh, he tweeted it out. But they had the best ratio for the first half for many weeks, mm-hmm. and then they've had the worst since then. Yeah. Which you is. You got to clean that up. Yep. Yep. Can't get careless with the football. And I'm really talking about the ball carriers. And something is going on with the, the, the wideouts and, and quiz and, and whether you, the quarterbacks expect you to be one place and the, is the route being rounded off or cut short or whatever. I, I, like, I don't know. See, that's when, when, I, when you don't pay attention to the details, stuff like this start happening. Yep. Like, that stuff like this start happening. And that's how uh, turnovers that didn't happen early in the season – they start to happen. Yeah, the, so you got to get that cleaned up. Their turnover margin weeks one through nine plus fifteen best. Last seven weeks minus six worst. Yeah. So man, is that a is that a volatile swing? Yeah. All right, let's get uh, let's get to Mike in Baltimore. Mike, go ahead, man. What up? How are you? Merry Christmas, fellas. 
You too, Mike. What's up, Mike? Merry Christmas. Well, you know, I, I got a little different take on the game. You know, I think it's Dallas that has to take a good look at their defense and try to – I think they have fundamental problems where the Eagles, they can fix their problems. The good coaching will fix their problems. On the other side, Dallas, I mean, they look flimsy to me all the way around. They look gassed. I didn't think the Eagles looked gassed at all in that game. And I just think we have quality depth. I think our defense will be fine. I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, and on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, come on with Minshew. This guy's got a 25-yard radius from the pocket. Let's not go crazy about how he could take us to the Super Bowl. He's a step above a Coy Detmer and a Jeff Kemp. Come on. I disagree. Oh, come on. He's not a Nick Foles. He doesn't have that kind of arm. No, I didn't say he was Nick Foles. I mean, he moves around nicely in the pocket. He could do, he's, he's, a, he's a capable quarterback, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's a 500 quarterback at best. He's not going to win you 13 games. Yeah, no it, way. And a good thing for him or us, we don't need him to win 13 games. Right, I know, but he's not, you know, I mean, Super Bowl, he, the field's going to shrink on Gardner. I think even this week you're going to see teams start to see what he's capable of doing with what he has. And the field might get a little bit smaller. I mean, I wasn't impressed with Miles Sanders. You know, we need punishing runners. And I've been telling you this for all year. I mean, he danced around and he fumbled the ball. I mean, come on. That's what he did. All right, Mike. And, appreciate uh, it. Appreciate he, it, man. Yeah, no, I mean, like, no one's, no one's saying that Gardner Minshew should be the franchise quarterback of, of the Eagles or any other team for that matter. But just like Nick Foles short term, Nick Foles was. Yeah, that's what backup yeah. quarterbacks are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called short term. Yeah, in a, in a window. How great did Nick Foles look against the Atlanta Falcons Man. in a divisional round? So it's, it's that we, we were talking about if needed, he could get through the NFC if the defense is going to play well. It's the same thing the 49ers are trying to do with Brock Purdy. So I'm sorry, was his name Mike or Nick? Uh, it, well, it's positive Mike in Baltimore, positive but, Mike. but only if you talk about Jalen Hurts. And, and he, this see, had I, nothing I think, to do with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so no, I, I, don't. I don't have to – I'm not going to appease him by trying to do a Jalen Hurts argument. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dispel the myth he just put out there about Gardner Minshew. Why, why is it that the 49ers can go to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? How far, they, how far is he throwing the ball down the field? He's so this managing is a, the game. This is a year, and you got, then you got Kirk Cousins as the other quarterback. So what was said earlier is this is a year where Gardner Minshew could take you because of the other quarterbacks you're facing. Just like when Nick Foles had the chance to face Matt Ryan and Case Keenum. Now, he stepped up and did what he did in the Super Bowl once in a lifetime. But it it doesn't mean that the path to get there wasn't paved for him. Home field advantage. Two mediocre quarterbacks, a couple of lucky bounces that got you to the Super Bowl. So if the Eagles were to have a home field advantage, I don't see why we couldn't win at home with Gardner Minshew and this offense yeah, and this defense. If they're the number one seed, obviously we, you feel better with Jalen Hurts. but That's not even a question. Yeah, but, That's not even a question. But the, you, you would still say, like, number one seed, and then it's, for, it's about matchups. That's not even, here's the point. I wouldn't be afraid. Is the point that I'm making. Right. <laughs> Just like I wasn't afraid when Nick Foles had to be the quarterback. Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid is, is the only point I'm really trying to make. Right. The season wouldn't be over if Gardner had to start games. That's all I was saying. Let's go to Matt. Matt in Pottstown. Matthew, how are you? Hey, I'm good, fellas. Hey, there's, there's three things I want to get to, but first, kind of want to dispel clueless Mike, Baltimore Mike, whatever's going on there. First, <laughs> first off, I think this week the, the field actually opens up for Gardner. It doesn't shrink. Because I'm not saying he's Jalen Hurts, but we didn't see him run the ball or get out of the pocket at all. He was very limited in that RPO. They really didn't use him as a run piece where you can for a little bit. Again, not Jalen, but he can be a threat. And secondly, that fumble, as much as I am not on board with Miles Sanders as much, but that was nothing more than a missed handoff because it's a field thing. Again, back to the repetitions in the RPO and the ball hits the deck. It wasn't like... He got knocked out of his hand or something. That's like a timing thing. So, I don't know. Stay down that side of 95. Worry about the purple team. Don't worry about this green team. We got it covered up here. Um, I like that. Going into, the, going into the Eagles, like the three things that bothered me that, you know, want to get your feedback on your, your discussion piece. So first, let's start off with Quez Watkins. I don't like.
like how the fact that Gardner was throwing to him like he owed him money or something. And why is Quez, who is really limited in what he can do for us, so to speak, why are we trying to hit him on these slant routes and these short drag routes to the top? He blows the top off. Why are we trying to throw to him in this short game? Great question. Great question. Me, me, me and someone I trust um, a whole lot was asking that same thing Saturday. Like, man, that's an, yeah. AJ, that's an A.J. Brown route. Like, like, yeah. like, why are we throwing that to Quez Watkins? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's the thing. That I, I question that, that aspect of Shane Steichen's calling. Like, why are we have him in that position? That's even a pass goal route more so than Quez. Quez takes the top off. We put him in a bad situation. He doesn't fight back for the ball. I mean, so that's my, I question the thing about Quez. My other two pieces that I have, now we're going to flip to the other side, is, you know, defensively, this is, and I'm not concerned in what the overall picture of the season is or anything like that. I'm, I'm like you, like I think I'm, I'm secure where we're at right now. We got time, and I don't think we're going to see Dallas again. I don't think we're going to see them in the playoffs. That's just my opinion because Dallas is what they are. Lack Prescott didn't impress me, so I'm not worried about that. Lack my Prescott. question is this. Are we sitting here watching Jonathan Gannon, who, who, again, I think defensively we do well despite him all this time. Are we watching him coach himself right out of a possibility of a head job again. Are we going to have to sit through him again next year? Because I know some of it's on the players on the field, but, yeah. you know, all the – I mean, I know you guys have talked about it. Third and 30, you have yes. – how many times do we get them in a third and long situation and we don't, and we don't bring it home? Like, we're, we're in a roller coaster on the defensive side, and it seems like the last two to three weeks I'm watching Jonathan Gannon coach himself right out of a head job while Steichen is coaching himself into a head job because I gotta, I'm telling you right now, I can see him out there in Denver next year with a, with a revitalized Russell and making something happen in Denver with you know, Shane Steichen out there because that's the type of offense that he needs. But getting back, are we sitting here watching us keeping Jonathan Gannon? That's a good question there, man. Um, you know, the deepest of coach, becoming a head coach, I wonder where Jonathan Gannon sort of ranks at. Because you got who else you got? You got D'Amico Ryans. Demico Ryan, Sean Payton's going to have his pick. Well, I was trying to, to think go. of defensive yep. guys. That, that Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, yeah, you got him out there. And so with D'Amico and Dan Quinn, I'll just take those two versus uh, Jonathan Gannon. Both of those coaches are aggressive coaches. So they coach with a little bit more of an aggressive nature. I wonder, that's a great question, is whether or not, you know, you let a game like yesterday happen. Somebody may be sitting back saying, man, they kind of passive on the defensive side of the football. It definitely doesn't help them. Right. The defense looking like it did yesterday. Yeah. And, and I think that – And if, against most quality quarterbacks. And if you have a trained eye Ike, like you do, would you say that, that you were not impressed with what the Eagles defense and, and the coaching and oh, yeah. uh, the adjustments and things like that uh, Dude, I wish I, could, I wish I could have been a fly on, on uh, Seth. Wherever Seth was at Saturday, <laughs> I needed to be a fly in that building. And I know he was going crazy. I know he was. Well, even because anytime you're sitting back there like that, and you let a guy complete 24 out of 24 completions in a zone defense. So I got an idea. Don't play the zone defense yeah, oh if you're going God. 24 for 24. Man, that's unbelievable. Well, and and I was uh, I was I actually that's unbelievable. I listened to I was in the car for for a little bit of the game, but I noticed. In, in, in particular in the first half, two times in the first half, uh, Greg Olson said, man, Jonathan Gannon's going to make some adjustments here. They're making it look too easy. And, I mean, it really wasn't until halftime. How, like, how difficult is it in game to make an adjustment that, you know, like the offense is having success against you and making the in-game adjustment as opposed to waiting until halftime and then making the adjustment? I mean, you can try to talk about things. You don't know if you're going to get the same play you just got the last series. So you can't spend your time on the sideline going through, we're going to change this because they had success on one play. Sometimes sometimes it's a defense. Sometimes you're executing the defense poorly. Your, your, your technique was bad. You allowed a receiver to get inside you. We would have had it stopped. Everybody over here pretty much had their job done. You're the one guy who didn't do your job. So it's, it can be difficult, and you get a little more time at halftime to go over some of those things with everyone. It's a little more difficult in game, in game to change up everything you've been practicing all week. Well, the odds for the uh, for the Denver Broncos next head coach, Sean Payton is the uh, is the yeah, of favorite. Of course, the favorite. Yeah, he'll be the favorite for every job. Yeah, Dan Quinn second. Oh, okay. Jim Caldwell third. 
Why are they bringing back old Jim C? Listen, they. Well, he shouldn't have got fired. No, they like, the blinds of ten wins. Yeah, but it was a decade ago though. Know, yeah, he was old then. He's got to be older now. No, Listen, man, Lovey got hired this offseason. How's true. that work? I don't know how the hell that happened. He went from damn Illinois to, to that job. Fired at Illinois, wasn't he? Well, I tell you, Lovey must like bad football. I mean, serious, man. <laughs> hey, my goodness, man. If you're the Broncos, if you're the Broncos, profession, but my goodness, man, why would you hire a defensive coach? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would not do you, that. You, you say you you give Sean Payton a check. They're owned by Walmart now, essentially. You give Sean Payton a check and love say Walmart. how much. Love Walmart. <laughs> you give him a check, and you say how how much? Yeah. Because because now now these coaches are going to start making fifteen twenty million dollars a oh, year. Yeah. So that's how that if you want if you want Sean Payton. I'm an expert at football. Well, maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> Sean Payton's going to make that, um, and then Shane Steichen seven to one. So it's Sean Payton four to one, Dan Quinn five to one. Let me tell you, there's no way in hell I'd give Sean Payton fifteen million dollars. No, for what? I mean, he's, he's he your... been to the Super Bowl since two thousand six, two thousand when they win the Super Bowl. It's two thousand twenty two. But it doesn't count against the salary cap. It's only it's only no, money. No, I just for said I wouldn't pay a coach that type of money. What type of difference is he going to make? More of a difference than Shane Steichen, I would hope. But, oh, I don't know. So, not I this. I don't know. When, when, when did Sean Payton change to transform a guy like Jalen Hurts? Well, he had Drew Brees. He had Drew Brees, and then Taysom Hill is a tight end. Yeah, how did that work? They gave him $30 million. So, one. Didn't they, get, didn't they get Taysom Hill $30 million? They gave him a ton of guaranteed money. Yeah. yeah he's making like $7, 8000000 million a year. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was Sean Payton. So, in one note, and, and we were, and I got on this because um, because Jonathan Gann is not listed at least on this online bet online uh, odds. Happy he, Monday. He interviewed with the Broncos last year. Remember, he interviewed for the head coaching he job. Did. He wasn't a finalist. He did, but he got interviewed. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that helps him. Maybe it I mean, doesn't. defensive head coaches. I just don't know, man. I like my defensive guys, but man, if you got, you know what, a defensive head coach could work with Denver because Russ is a vet. So if you bring in the right offensive coordinator, then maybe it could work. I just don't like a young offensive coach. Uh, I'm, I mean, a defensive coach with a young quarterback. Right. I just don't like a young – you know what I'm saying? No, you got to have somebody that could teach the offense and do that type of thing. That's, that's what I would want. But Denver – well, they got a lot to work on in Denver, man. Nobody likes Russ out there. Nope. Man. Yeah, you can tell that the, the team's kind of like, eh. And oh, man, they're out yeah. on him, bro. Like, when you're corny and we're losing, I really can't <laughs> take you. And we're like, if we're winning and you're corny, it's, it's you know, it's like, We'll okay. deal with it, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, man, that's just Russ being Russ, man. You know, it's, it's like the, the relative that you look out for that we all know is corny. We all got that relative, too. Um but when we ain't winning, man, I don't want to be bothered with you, man. I can't be bothered with that nonsense. That, and he did something yesterday. And I, I just picture myself being a teammate of his. He threw that, I don't know if it was the second interception or the third one. He went over there and was talking to his offensive lineman. And he put the football up by his mouth so that he couldn't read his lips. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, Man, if you don't go sit your bleepity bleep down somewhere, man, if I was one of those offensive linemen, if you don't get out my face right now, you clearly have thrown three interceptions that were all your fault. I mean, like, literally, nobody else's yeah. fault. Literally all your fault. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, the one, I think the third one was in the end zone. Yeah. In double coverage. His fault. Yeah. His fault. No, yes. re- You know why you throw that. Let me tell you the best part about that one. I think it was Jerry Judy was at the first down marker with his hands up like this. <laughs> He's waving his hands, and Russ rolled out to his side. Could have easily threw it to that guy, but decided to throw it in the end zone and got it picked off. And all you saw, before the ball was intercepted, the player was like, man, he knew something bad was going to happen. And sure enough, it was an interception. It did. Come on, Russ. Oh. Russ over there looking bad right now, man. Bad. Yep. You know it's bad when Sierra ain't even defending him no more, man. Nope. She, she done threw in the towel. Oh, she, she's like, I understand why no one showed up to the birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Now, now she knows. Now, now she's not asking questions like, yeah, why did nobody come to this party? Yep, now she knows. It's only a matter of time, Mike. <laughs> only a matter of time. CC leaving? Well, I mean, listen, you never know. Oh, come on now. now so hold on. She, she knows come he's on, corny, CC. too. Like uh, you said with the corniness, you can deal with the corniness when you're winning. Same thing with, with that. 
Oh, he winning. It's called 250. Yeah, he winning. He damn sure winning from that standpoint. Good point. Yeah. 215-592-9494. Yes, the future ain't got that bread, and Not. Man. She left a hardcore rapper from Atlanta. For Mr. Unlimited. For Mr. Unlimited, man. What the hell is wrong here? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Unlimited. Uh, From one extreme to the next. Oh, my God. Coming up, top five of five. Uh, Ike, we also have a Cowboy fan on the line. Oh, yeah. Jose, (laughs) the Cowboy fan. Jose, if you want to hang on, we'll pop you on first after the top five of five. Oh, Jack's not giving away game balls today, I know. No, it, no, 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 no. It's been a while. It's been a so while. Do you, do you rip people yeah, after yeah, they yeah. lose? It's, okay. it's time for Accountability Monday. On Accountability the Monday yep. with Jack. Top five at five coming up next. Your phone calls, a cocky cowboy fan, and more. Don't go anywhere. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. We're live at Chiggies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Hey, listen, um, NJ Diet, you want to lose some weight? Now's the time to do it because you know what happens. It's going to be the new year, and everybody's going to say, oh, you know, I'm going to New Year's resolution. How about this? Get a jump on the new year right now. Let's start losing that weight. Schedule your consultation with NJ Diet today. Their scientific approach ensures that you lose the fat quickly and safely. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva samples along with their bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that balance your hormones where the side effect is weight loss. You will shed a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to help you keep it off. NJ Diet's all natural. No shots, no hormones, no surgery, no prepackaged foods. And full supervision is provided every step of the way. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number and locations throughout the East Coast or from anywhere with live online video consultations. Call them now, NJ Diet. It's 855-5NJ Diet. 855-5NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. Schedule your consult by going to njdiet.com and lose the weight for good. That's njdiet.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.